I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the diamond cutter. Diamond cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Hello, my fellow DDP of the Warriors. What is happening? It is Wednesday night. It is 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, broadcasting live from the DDP Radio Megaplex, and uh, currently where I am at beautiful downtown, uh, right outside of Raleigh, North Carolina. And uh, it is a rainy, dark kind of a raw day today, but we are fired up uh, here in uh, on DDP Radio because it's going to be a really fun episode, and I'm going to tell you about it in just a second. We've been plugging it on Facebook. We've been talking about it all day. Um, we are going to have the one and the only, Zach Gowan. Uh, he's been on this show many times. You know him, WWE Superstar, uh, just hell of an inspirational uh, human being, and uh, we haven't talked to him since his latest uh, appearance on the American Ninja Warrior, so we got a lot to talk about with uh, Zach and... Uh, Zach's little partner in crime, if you will, over there in Michigan, right outside of Detroit. Uh, Brian Duran is on the show with us, too. We're going to introduce him in just a second. And they have this amazing uh, kind of program they put together where they're working together with the DDP Yoga workshops and the DDP Yoga, uh, their private classes. And they got a workshop coming up with the man, Diamond Dallas Page, uh, that we're going to talk about uh, as well. But before we get into all of that, i got to bring in the one and the only, she is Canada's own. Oh, Canada, our home and native <laughs> land. She just almost tore my head off for uh, asking a question about hockey. So uh, she's a little bit violent. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Crystal Stewart, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. I, I realize that, you know, there's certain you know subjects you shouldn't breach in certain company, whether it be politics, religion, yada, yada. You uh, you can't go back and forth with hockey because you Canadians are feisty, I've, I've, I've realized. Yeah, yeah, we're kind of feisty when it comes to hockey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, speaking of hockey, because, you know, this kind of is a perfect segue, and it wasn't even intentional. How about that? Uh, I'm going to yeah. bring on our first guest uh, first, and, and we've got Zach joining us in just in just a moment. But uh, our, our guest right here is a, is a hockey guy. He He worked for the Detroit Red Wings, and I think he still does. And he is killing it over there right outside of Detroit. And if you saw him on the line with us right now, we'll grab him. But I know he was unraveling his headphones, which I think could potentially be a future Olympic sport, like competitive <laughs> head road, headphone like untangling. Um, but I think we have him, Brian Duran. Hello. Hello. Can you guys hear me? Hi, Brian. I can. Awesome. Headphone unraveling worked. How are you guys? <laughs> Hi. All right. How are you, man? Cool. Well, th- 
Very good. Uh, thank you very much for having uh, me on and Zach on. It's uh, very timely with some of the stuff we've got going on. Yeah, uh, we're really excited. And if you could maybe message me what Zach's uh, his three-digit area code is, because I've got some that line up here, and I want to be able to grab him or let me know when he comes on the line, because I got a whole list of uh, numbers right now, and it's hard to pick one out. <laughs> so, uh, you get word that he's on. That. All right. Um, but we want to talk about this real quick because, um, you know, you, you came on with us, what was it, last year, maybe? About a year ago? Yeah, yeah, it was probably about a year ago. I was in the certification program, but I wasn't certified yet. Mm-hmm. And I want and, to talk about this because this is going to be a, a theme of, of what we're doing tonight. Um, when you came on, you were very open with us about your, your uncomfortable uh, uncomfortability with public speaking. And uh, you came on the show and you killed it. You know, no one would have ever known you had, had trouble with public speaking. And now you're in front of a class of people every single week uh, doing your DDP yoga workshop. And uh, it's just such a testament of how we grow as human beings and just overcoming, you know, one you know, uncomfortable, you know, unnatural part of us and, and becoming good at it and you guys are killing it over there doing your workshops and uh, workouts yeah I think um, you know getting in the certification program and getting up and like yelling out diamond cutters in front of a crowded room is probably the best way to get over a speaking phobia that I can think of and it's just like I never would have imagined that um, I would be able to get up in front of a room like I do now, and I've had to present in front of my whole company now. And yeah, it is still the Red Wings, Crystal. I don't know who you're a fan of, but uh, are you <laughs> not Leafs fan or no? <laughs> Honestly, I'm a not? New Jersey fan, but <laughs> okay. Yeah. So and um, yeah, I was just going to continue get- and say that. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. Oh, I was going to say, before we get you uh, finish up with, with that with that answer, I can introduce Zach because I don't want to keep him hanging too long. I think he just popped up. Um, we've been on our show many times before, and, of course, there's a lot to talk about since uh, the last time he's been on here. But uh, I want to formally introduce him, former WWE superstar. You guys know who he is. been here a million times. And the current American Ninja Warrior badass, Mr. Zach Gowan. How are you, man? Hey, what's up, gentlemen? Thanks for having me on. Um, and thanks for the interest. Oh. Thanks for having me back. Oh, very, very glad to have you. And uh, we were just getting things uh, started, started and uh, rolling right here before uh, you came on. And I was asking uh, Brian. We were talking about uh, growth as kind of human beings. And the last time Brian was on the show with us uh, was about a year ago, and he had a really bad phobia of public speaking. And we were kind of talking about how we evolve um, as people and overcome challenges and fears, which I'm sure you're <laughs> well aware of. Um, sure. And Brian. Uh, I'll let you continue finishing what you're saying, man. Yeah, it was just, hey, Zach, how's it going, by the way? (laughs) Hey, buddy. Um, It's uh, just been remarkable. I mean, it was an area in my life that I never thought I would get over. And that was part of the reason why I never thought I would get over it is because I thought that way. But just being in the program and just building a little bit of confidence step by step, um, I got over one of my most longstanding obstacles and – you know, once you start to have success like that, it just kind of snowballs. And, you know, you can take what you've done in one area and start to apply it to other parts of your life. And then, you know, you can kind of become unstoppable. Yeah. I agree. It, it, it really is, It really is. Uh, you know, it's so true because 
you know, we never stopped growing and, and evolving as people and human beings. And, you know, the person I was yesterday is hopefully I'm not going to be the person I am tomorrow. And some people kind of forget that when you're, when you're, um, when you're stuck, when you're at a place with a particular set of skills or, uh, you know, a niche that you do, there's always room to grow out of that comfort zone. And that kind of brings, because we're going to get this out of the way quick, because this is a big story, because I got my girlfriend's uh, parents have never been a wrestling fan in their life. And when I saw them share your uh, your story, the American Ninja Warrior thing viral on Facebook, I called them I'm like, I know that guy. This this oh, wow. kind of transcended everything, um, you know, transcended wrestling and, you know, what we do here. And you kind of were able to share your story with the world, Zach. And i got to ask you, this is the kind of way I'm going with it. When you left the WWE in 2003, you had that national stage, millions of people watching you every day, and you've grown so much as a person, but that part of your life kind of, you know, ended in a negative way. How was it to go out there and kind of rewrite your story and say, you know, that wasn't where Zach Gowan ended, and go out there and prove to the world, like, look what I can do now? Yeah, I I, I don't know if it was so much of, uh, hey, hey, world, look at me and look what I can do, uh, as it was just a, a, a continuation of my story and an opportunity, uh, a platform to connect with an audience. Um, it, it, that it, it transcends pro wrestling, transcends Ninja Warrior, and it speaks to the human condition. Um, and that is all due... Uh, <laughs> I'm able to do that in spite of me. <laughs> like, like I'm, I am the only one that gets in my way, um, and every day is an is an attempt, an opportunity to overcome myself. Um, and once I'm able to do that, to do that, then I can uh, to go along with you guys. What you guys are saying, then I can carry a message that's pure, um, and that can connect with someone and hopefully inspire them to uh, to to do great things. Because wow. uh, have, have you guys ever seen the movie? Uh, it's the old Mel Brooks movie, Defending Your Life. Yes. Yes. Yep. So, for those who haven't seen it, and it's a, it's on Netflix right now. So, if you have if, you, if you've never seen it and you have Netflix, watch it. It's amazing. Uh, the whole the whole premise of the movie is uh, after you die, you're kind of in this um uh you, you, you go to this uh, purgatory, so to speak, for lack of a of a better term, and uh, how you advance in the afterlife depends on how many fears you have overcome uh, in your life on earth, right? And so basically you, you go on trial and you look back at, over your life and you defend your life. Um, and it's a, it's a remarkable film and, and it's, I feel like it's so applicable um, to, what, uh, to, to, to what we go through on a daily basis, you know? Uh, life isn't really about what happens to us or the circumstances or uh, what people say or what people do. Um, the whole idea is to shed this veil of victimhood, right? Um, you know, we live in, a, in, a, in, in, the best, in, the, in the best country in the history of the world. Uh, and I know, we, I know we like to beat ourselves up, and there's a lot going on politically, uh, but if you look at the history of the world, we live in the best country, um, uh, a country where victims can thrive and be successful, victims of abuse, victims of disease, victims of religious persecution uh, that can be all successful. Um, but those who can't be successful are those who see themselves as victims. 
Um, and that's what I try to do because I, I saw myself as a victim for a long time, and it led me to a very, very uh, dark and scary place. Um, so what I try to do is lift that veil of victimhood um, and define myself through my actions and through being of service to my community. Uh, and doing DDP yoga helps me do that. Uh, doing American Future Warrior helps me do that. Doing motivational speaking helps me do that. Doing um, uh, independent wrestling helps me do that as well. Uh, as, 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 and, and being a father to my two young boys helps me do that. So it's just a continuation of, of kind of what my life is all about. Wow. That, that's, that's so perfect, too, because I feel like, especially in the world right now, and obviously, you know, there are people that face, you know, horrific, you know, uh, unbelievable circumstances, but I feel like we're in a, we live in a culture now, and, and let, don't get me wrong, every single one of us has something. We have something about us that we're either uh, self-conscious about or kind of, um, you know, works against us in life, but I feel like what we try to kind of pull the, the victimization card and the persecution card. Like a lot of us are looking for reasons to be persecuted instead of looking for reasons to push through. And sometimes it seems like an excuse to me. And sometimes, you know, I have all the reasons in the world not to get off my couch and do anything today. And I would probably yeah, be content to too. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, I can make up an excuse, you know, why I didn't get off the couch or why I didn't get out of my sweatpants today. But in all reality, you know, looking at the world, we, we have no excuse. And nothing good and no growth ever happens within your comfort zone. It's sure. just you, right. in order to evolve, you need to push through that. And, you know, some would say, you know, with your handicap, and first of all, I want to, I looked up the definition of handicap. It says having a condition that markedly restricts one's ability to function physically, mentally, and socially. And I know that you, that's your the tag team and you've been marketing that, but I refuse to call you handicapped because restricting one's ability to function, I feel ridiculous saying that to you when you can do more than anybody on the show could possibly ever do. Sure. Uh, but <laughs> that's one of those things that you've overcome. It. And you have a built-in excuse if you want it, and there's not anybody who's going to question that excuse. What is it in you that makes you not go back to that, you know, safe Oh, I can, don't have to do that because I have this happen to me. Well, I want to. I want to make thing one. Well, I want to make something uh, abundantly clear. Um, and uh, to anybody listening, I am. Um, there are days when I don't get off the couch, and there are days when I I marinate in self pity. Uh, I marinate in like a thick, like, like self pity. Castrol oil-filled mason jar, <laughs> where there's there's no rays of of sunlight can come in. Um, but uh, so I I don't want to to paint this picture that I, I'm just this inspirational hero and I'm just like it's conquering the world and myself every day. Um, that's that's the attempt and that I mean that's perfection and 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 that's I'm nowhere near that. Um, but and and there are days when I don't get off the couch and I feel the effect of that. Um, that's painful for me because because uh, I'll sit on the couch and I'll stew in some kind of resentment or self pity or, or whatever it is. And uh, if I sit there long enough, then I'm going to be uh, 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 I'm going to be in pain. And uh, whatever that pain looks like for you, it might be different than what it looks like for me. But that pain uh, universally uh, will increase the longer I sit there. Um, True. And then 
then at a certain point, pain becomes my biggest uh, motivating factor where it's like, all right, well, I don't want to feel this discomfort anymore. This is too much. Let me do something about it. And then that kind of like propels me into doing the next right thing and, and trying to work my way out of it. Uh, but that's not, that's not, uh, uh, there isn't, there, you know, I don't wake up, I, I don't roll out of bed every day and, 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 and uh, do a moonsault and land on my foot and then it's like, yell out the scream to the heavens, you know, bring it on world. What do you got for me? Like, I don't, I, I don't. Um, and, but, uh, but for me, it's really, a, it's really a light switch, right? There's no dimmer and there's no like half measures, uh, for me. It's either, it's either I'm in and, uh, I'm committed and I'm connected and I'm of service and I'm present or I'm out. Um, and, uh, and for me to maintain, um, Pride, to maintain serenity, to maintain peace of mind. Then there are certain things that I have to do throughout the day uh, to stay connected. Um, and uh, at the top of that list is is is, uh, is being service. And I like I, I went over the laundry list of how I do that um, in the previous question. Um, but uh, but for me, it's it's the fear of kind of falling back into that pain uh, that keeps me moving forward. Um, and then, like Brian said, it's momentum. It's like once you start, once you start doing things uh, and overcoming fears, and then you, you go through experiences and sharpen tools that you didn't know you had. Uh, you can pick those tools up and apply them to every other circumstance that you may face. Um, and I, I like the idea of momentum, and I like the idea of doing new things. I like the idea of overcoming fear, and I like the idea of helping other people. Uh, but for me, there's no middle of the road answer. Either I'm all in or I'm all out. And sometimes I'm all out. It's not perfect. Uh, but I don't stay very long because it's, it's too painful for me. But, uh, but yeah, I'm not perfect, but tell us what doing that and continuing momentum. I think that that is the most important thing, too, is because, you know, we, we see these stories, you know, you know, they're all over, you know, the news and everything, these inspirational stories, and sometimes you label those people as they figured everything out. I don't relate to the person that figures everything out. I don't relate no. to the perfect person. I relate to the person like me who did something cool and then the next day feels like crap and the next day feels like crap but then gets up and does it again. And I want to ask you something real quick and then I want to go to uh, talk about you guys, you and Brian, what you're doing uh, nowadays. But we had Arthur Borman, you know Arthur, um, all the DDP yoga people uh, know his story, but we had him on uh, a couple weeks ago and I asked him this question and he really had a really profound uh, discussion about it. Um, you know, you've been honest with, with your WWE run, and, uh, you know, they used your story quite a bit, you know, telling your story to the world, and it was incredibly inspiring. And you had that, um, you know, you, you had your battle with addiction afterwards, and sometimes when these inspirational stories come out, and, and it's so uh, all over the place and so well-known, you feel an obligation to kind of be a person. Um, and when you have that struggle with addiction or when Arthur had trouble you know, with his diet or, or, or keeping his momentum going, it's kind of hard to tell the world, hey, listen, I'm kind of down and out a little bit because they have that perception of you as overcoming everything and being Superman. Um, is it, was it hard for you to reach out when you realized that you were an addict, knowing that so many people thought of you as such an inspirational person and they've used your story um, as motivation for so long? Yeah, that's a really good question. Uh, at that point, and there's a there there man there's a, I wish we could we had the time to get into it because we could talk I could talk about uh, drug addiction and alcoholism and 
and everything that's going on now in terms of like movements and Congress and, and passing bills and mental health reform and all that stuff. Like I'm just so fascinated by that world um, because I, I I've, I've lived through it on on the other side, you know, and I've I've, I've gotten through it. And I'm and, and I'm sitting here talking to you guys, uh, uh, but uh, so when when you when an addict reaches that point where he reaches out for help like that's there there's nothing else going through his mind uh there is no like oh what's the stigma what's what's somebody going to think what's like there, there there's only there's there's two options um and it's such a state of hopelessness and desperation that uh kind of whatever has happened before in in, in the history in my history uh really didn't play a role into it because it, it became it became about living or dying um, and, uh, and and it got it got to the point where it had to be that serious for me to uh, take recovery seriously um, and to really give it an honest shot and really to have the willingness to do the work that's necessary to you know build my life and 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 rebuild my connection with with the world the universe and God. Um, so so but 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 good question in the sense that. When I was in WWE, because it kind of reminded me of something, uh, and they, they did this, this portrait of inspirational athlete, right? It's one like a wrestler. He pinned the big show, and he overcame cancer and all that stuff. Uh, I never connected with that because that's not how I felt about myself. Um, and, it's, and it was really confusing because it was, on one hand, I'm like, well, I should feel this way because this is my story and this is what I'm doing. Um, but I was, you know, something was broken on the inside where I just didn't connect with it. And I didn't really relate to what the story was. And so I kind of went the opposite direction in my personal life. Um, you know, and it was still uh, going through the recovery process from the, you know, disease of, of addiction and alcoholism. Um, putting that work in that I was able to kind of marry the two ideas of like, all right, well, this is my story. Um, this is my responsibility. This is kind of what my purpose is. Is to share my story in hopes of helping other people. Um, and once that once that bridge was once that gap that gap was bridged, um, and then first time in my life I became comfortable in my skin, who I was, and what my past was, and what my future is going to be. Um, but it, it took a lot of work to get to that point, and it wasn't something that I could just kind of manufacture or I could, you know, you could put together in a nice video package and put on um, TV or something like that. It And and, th- and this is why I think the uh, Ninja Warrior thing was so successful because I'm so comfortable in kind of who I am and what, what I'm doing and what I'm about. And I think that kind of came through the, the television when they when they aired my segment. Um, and I think that's why it was, you know, it, it, it blew up the way it did because it was super genuine and it, it was the real deal, you know. Um, and uh, and for that, I'm, I'm very grateful. Zach, can I ask you, on your lowest days, like when you're having a really horrible day, what's the thing that you tell yourself to pull yourself out of that horrible day? <laughs> I can't. I can't. That's a great question. Thank you. Um, I I can't. I I can't tell myself anything. I can't. Um, I I implode on myself in those days. Um, and there is no such thing as pulling myself up by the bootstraps. There's no such thing as affirmations or 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 or, or, or do some push-ups or or whatever that is, or you know, looking in the mirror and, and talking to my. I can't uh, help myself. Um, how I help myself is by uh, picking up the phone and calling other like-minded people. 
um, right. and just connecting with other people. Because ultimately, uh, what I believe is there's, there's a higher source or a higher power, um, and and, and, uh, and there's a working faith in my life, and how that how I connect, and, and when I'm disconnected from that faith uh, or that power is when I feel at my lowest, right? Um, and how I get back to that connection is through other people because I believe God works through other people. Um, so for me to get back to a sense of normalcy and a sense of comfort within my skin, I just have to connect with another human being. Um, wow. And, and whatever that looks like, that could be a phone call, that could be, hey, how you doing? That could be, hey, man, uh, I'm struggling. Uh, what's going on with you? Or what's going on with you? How can I help you? You know, what, right. whatever that whatever the conversation is, uh, ultimately, it comes down to a connection between me and another human being. I I really, um, if you don't mind, I'd really like to take the time to say thank you, because at some of my hardest days, I've looked to you, and you were the thing that got me moving again. So I'm very grateful. Thank, thank you. you for saying that. Thank You're you. Um, yeah, you've been um, a shining light in um, some very dark times. So thank you. It's my greatest pleasure to talk to you. I'm sorry I'm crying. <laughs> it's um, my greatest pleasure I, to talk to you. I love you. hearing that. Thank yeah, you. I love um, hearing that. Yeah, I have MS, and sometimes it just, whoa, it is hard to get out of bed sometimes. And I can't tell you how many times I've watched you and there was another guy on Ninja Warrior named Artemis I think it was and yeah. whew, I'm telling you you two you uh you helped me learn to get rid of the excuse or any excuse that I may have been coming up with not to do something right yeah you've been a great inspiration so thank you that's powerful thank you it, 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 it's so true, and what you said, and, and you know, you you give yourself, I mean, not permission, but you accept the fact that some days I'm not going to function, and I feel like that right. works against people sometimes because we tell you, people tell you, you, you just got to get up no matter what, you just got to get up, you got to move yeah. forward no matter what. But sometimes I need a day to just be miserable, and I will recover from this, and I will get myself right. out of it. But sometimes those days of just not getting off the couch are important too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, a thousand percent, because uh, life is hard, and I feel like when I was a kid, nobody explained that to me, or it, even if they did explain it to me, I wasn't, I, I didn't really understand it or comprehend what they were saying, but life is, life is really, really, really hard. Um, it's hard for me, it's hard for you, it's hard for everybody listening, um, and it's mm-hmm. important to recognize that. And it's important that, uh, to recognize that there are days uh, that are just uh, dog crap. <laughs> yeah. <sure. laughs> and, and, and it's important to work through those days, and it's, important, it's more important to bounce back because what we do when we bounce back is we go through that experience and we can use that experience to help someone who's going through what we went through. Um, and, that's, and that's really important to kind of uh, keep in mind. Um, and... And however we work through that, because the problem is, is that um, we, we go through like some really dog crap days, and then and then we feel guilty and full of shame that we went through those right. days, or that we ate that pint of ice cream, 
that wasn't gluten free or whatever the case is, <laughs> you know. And, and then and then we, and then and then we beat ourselves up and then we feel bad and, and how do we make ourselves not feel bad? Well, we eat more ice cream, you know, or whatever. <laughs> whatever you, you could supplement with ice cream, yeah. Um, and uh, and so, however, like we 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 overcome that whether it's you know professional help, uh, whether it's like a twelve step program, whether it's you know through our church. Um, uh, what, whatever that is, I, there are so many tools and resources out there, and so many hotlines, um, and there's so many people out there willing to help. What it comes down to is the willingness to ask for help. I always, I say all the time, my, my my greatest attribute is my ability to ask for help, um, and that's the only reason I've I've experienced any modicum of success in my life uh, is because I've asked for help, um, and not only I've asked for help, but I mean I've been able to receive help. Um, and that takes, that's a skill to be able to ask and to receive help. That's a skill. And just like any other skill, you have to do it over and over and over again, repetitions. Um, and uh, and then you get better at it. Uh, and things magically around you seem to get better, uh, or at least that's been my experience. Wow. You talked about uh, your, 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 you reach out to people, you know, who can you know, help you make you feel better or, or kind of, you know, relate to what you're going through. And, with, you know, with the DDP Yoga thing, so many people in this community, and, you know, I know that Crystal has, has MS, and that's her thing, and, and Zach has had his problems with, in, in, with addiction and, and his, his physical, uh, uh, I'm not going to say limitations, but you know what I'm saying. You know, everyone has their thing, and you and Brian, you know, on, on paper, aren't, aren't really probably dealing with the same issues, but you guys have teamed up and have been really great for each other, too, and I think part of the thing that really works in this GDP yoga community is people buddy, buddying up for the, the sake of the greater good. And you guys have, have uh, gone through the certification process together, and you guys have been uh, kind of doing your own uh, classes and, and workshops you're putting on now. And you guys have really been a kind of uh, tag team in this whole situation, and you guys have really grown from it a, as well. Can you talk about, uh, Brian, maybe tell us how you first got hooked up with Zach and how you guys started working together um, in this process? <laughs> Yeah, and I think uh, it's a great segue, too, because, uh, you know, when Zach was talking about dealing with those issues, I think if he didn't deal with those issues so openly, um, he wouldn't have that great connection within the DDP yoga community um, because we as the DDP yoga community, most of us, and I'm sorry if I offend anybody here, most of us have got an issue or two that we're dealing with. And, you know, for me, I've got depression, anxiety, blah, 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 things like that that are always kind of there beneath the surface. And sometimes it might peek its head up and, you know, rear its ugly head. And other times, you know, we're able to overcome it. Um, but that's that sort of community aspect where, you know, Zach and I sort of met each other and kind of I think we kind of sense that in each other that, you know, nobody's like too good here putting on airs. You know, I have crappy days and then have awesome days as well um but to start with um i was going through the certification process and uh was training at funk fitness out in brighton uh with my man craig funk and uh just happened to see a post of zach's um where he said he was teaching at the house of truth um excuse me for one sec and uh so i had no idea he even lived in michigan um, let alone did DDP yoga. And so I Facebook messaged him and I'm like, Hey man, I'm, I'm going through the same thing here. And, uh, you know, it'd be great to meet you and maybe like take some classes with each other or something like that. 
And, you know, it could have ended there. It could have just been like, yeah, here's from like a million fans or marks or whatever you want to call them. And, you know, doesn't follow through or I don't follow through. But that night when I connected with them, there was a local wrestling show with XICW's a great local wrestling company. And I actually showed up that night and paid my ticket to get in and went up to them and introduced myself. I had my DDP yoga shirt on. We took a picture, talked a little bit. And I said, Hey man, you know, I teach at funk fitness, you know, you should come out sometime. And like a week later, I might be messing up the timeline a little bit. He did it. And it's like, okay, well, I think both of us could see that we're not full of crap and we're both trying to get to that same place where we're trying to better ourselves and then specifically through DDP yoga, um, he came out to where I was training at Funk Fitness. He invited me out to the House of Truth uh, for his classes as well. And, you know, as a lifelong wrestling fan, that was like a huge thrill for me. But it was like all these little elements um, sort of connecting. And, you know, there's people over on this side of town who are doing it. And it was almost like connecting the dots in a way and sort of like helping each other through this process because the certification process isn't easy. They don't hand it to you at all. I mean, you got to put in a lot of time. You got to get some, you know, sometimes pretty pointed feedback on it, but you get through it, but it's easier to get through it if you've got somebody else who's going through it also. Right. Yeah. It's so it's it's so great too because you know you guys you guys connected and you've kind of built a little bit of a you know partnership and you guys have been doing all kinds of you know cool uh, you know workouts and you've got this workshop with uh, Diamond Dallas Page who's going to be coming uh, to you guys uh, just outside of Detroit um, and um, I'm trying to pull up the information here but you guys have kind of you you built kind of a cottage you know a niche in in your town and of course. You know, anybody, you know, any wrestling fan who's in the area is going to say, oh, I'm going to go see Zach Gowan and stuff. And I've worked out with DDP long enough that, you know, the DDP yoga thing, it's cool to work out with DDP, but now you, you're you so used to sitting in front of DDP, you really appreciate the workshop. And it's not just sitting there like, oh, my God, Diamond Dallas Page is in front of me. And you start to really, you know, get into the workouts. And that's the repeat, you know, business. That's the repeat clientele, people coming back in over and over again. I'd love to meet. Zach Gowan tomorrow, and after 10 times of meeting Zach Gowan, I could really, you know, appreciate meeting Zach Gowan, but now I'm focused on the workouts, because that, you know, that whole novelty is, is, is just become the workouts, and you guys have built a, a structure of people who come back to your workshops, and you come back to your workouts, and um, how many uh, workouts do you guys do a week? Uh, I know you guys are, are doing uh, Craig Funk, uh, you work with him as well, right? Yeah, like I, I teach out there on Saturdays, and then Zach will usually have a class or two during the week um, that I'll try to attend. Um, but it's funny because, like, his class has been so inspirational uh, for the wrestlers there is, like, even though they're not officially certified, they are knowing the program enough that they can kind of keep it going on their own uh, if he's not able to make it. Um, and sometimes I might fill in for him or something like that, but otherwise they continue doing it. And you know, that's the coolest thing to me is like, you know, if you sort of leave the room and it just immediately stops, it's like, well, you know, it wasn't strong enough to kind of keep itself going on its own. But if you leave and it keeps going, well, then you've kind of left a legacy there. So, um, yeah, that's been really cool. And then, uh, you know, I live like 
a little bit closer to Detroit, a little bit more central. Uh, Brighton, where Funk Fitness is, about a half hour away. Um, where the House of Truth is, is probably about close to half an hour the other direction. And what was cool is Craig Funk and his family had the first, I think they've had four workshops here in Metro Detroit, um, but they were all on his side of town. And uh, he was gracious enough to like kind of co-sponsor it with us and let us bring it uh, to the school where I teach at, which is a little bit more central. And I think, you know, that's going to help bring, you know, these different sides together, you know, hopefully get that core of people that have been going to these workshops time after time, but hopefully attract some new people as well. And, and the best thing about it is it's like, you're not out there just like making sales or something like that. I mean, you're out there Mm -hmm. helping people make a difference in their lives. And, you know, the best thing you can hear is like, somebody comes to one of your classes and you work out with them for a little bit and maybe you don't see them for a little while, but then if they come back and say, Hey man, I just want you to know I've lost 35 pounds now. And you know, it all started with this and I really want to thank you. I mean, there's so many stories like that. And I think, you know, this workshop is October 1st in Beverly Hills, Michigan, about uh, seven miles outside of Detroit. Um, It's going to be a convergence of, a lot of those stories in the power, the power of positivity from Dallas. We'll hear Zach, um, you know, some of the other level one instructors like Chris Klug, there's just going to be so much like positive energy in that room that, yeah, we all got our issues, but on that day, we're going to be rising above them. We're going to be kicking ass and we're going to feel awesome once we get out of there. You, you talked about the wrestlers that, that come to your workshop and you guys been working with wrestlers and I gotta, I gotta put this on Zach real quick because I've told a bunch of the boys uh, that I know that if you're not doing DDP yoga and you're and you're a worker and you're working in the ring, you are ridiculous because it will change the what your injury, uh, you know, chances. It'll change your whole game. And I know from from being around wrestlers my entire life, there's a certain uh, cynicism that as soon as you start to pitch something, they obviously think it's the work or you're, you're conning them or scamming them. And DDP yoga is one of those things that when I go up to someone and tell them about them, I feel like I'm I feel like I come across as trying to sell them on something. And the biggest sales pitch for DDP yoga is to get down there and do it because it's one of those things we talked about last week. You can't describe it on paper, but when you show somebody and they feel the res- the, the effects afterwards, that's the game changer. You know, Zach, what would you tell any of the workers that are you know not on board yet? I know there are a lot are. Like, how much does this change the game of? Uh, you know, healing time and, and work uh, in the ring. Oh, did, uh, I think I might have lost Zach. Oh, my. Oh. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, Brian, you still with us? Yes, I'm still here. Whew. I think okay. I probably bored him to the point where he jumped off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that, that's cool. Um, but you know, you work out with a lot of wrestlers and stuff. A lot of the boys. Um, how, uh, you know, how? Obviously, anybody who's doing any kind of physical contact sport, that flexibility is so useful and so important um, for somebody. You know, whether it be MMA, football, wrestling, those uh, stabilizers that you use in the DDP yoga workshop will change the game in, in your athletics. Yeah, and I, I think that there's no better uh, example of that than House of Truth and some of the guys that work out there. Um, 
you know, pretty much all the instructors there. Uh, there's some amazing wrestlers, Mysterious Movado and, and people like that, who's, who's lost 90 pounds doing the program, um, that, yeah, we probably all have that cynicism. I know I'm somebody who's, you know, looking for, you know, where, what's the hook here? What's, you know, when are they going to get me? You know, how are they going to screw me? I don't believe this. You right. Know, is this Arthur Borman guy real? <laughs> you know, of course I've <laughs> met him enough to know he's quite real. Uh, but you know, this is a group of those cynical people and, and we do have some of that still, you know, I have it and Zach can have it, like he said, but you know, they start to feel the benefits of it and it's like, heck yeah, we got to keep doing this, you know, and so much so that they do keep doing it on their own. Uh, so yeah, I think as a group, um, you know, they're just totally, totally on board and they will actually offer it up to their new students at the house of truth wrestling school, um, that they can come in early and work out with us. And, you know, a lot of the guys, you know, will come try it out a little bit. And, you know, some people it works for, other people, you know, the, the training of the school is pretty intense in and of itself. Um, but some of the students, former students, you know, still come back and uh, train with us regularly there. That's amazing. Yeah. Now, are I, I they stri- about- Sorry. Oh, go ahead, Crystal. Sorry. Are they strictly doing DDP yoga, or will they be cross-training as well? Well, um, we do DDP yoga before the class starts. So, right. like, you know, if class starts at 7, well, from 6 to 7, it's DDP yoga time. And it's we're doing the level one workout. You know, wow. we might throw some different wrinkles in. And even, like, you know, it. I've te- taught some classes that are, you know, can be pretty quiet, you know, where it's like you're trying to get some energy from them. This is kind of the opposite because they're such characters. Um, but what's cool about it is, like, you know exactly where you stand. And they'll, like, be like, oh, you know, you're killing me. Or, oh, my back is hurting. You know, but you can sort of teach to that. And, like, you know, uh, yesterday when I was working out there, I was, like, one of the guys saying his, you know, middle of his back was hurting. So we kind of just, like, I stopped what I was doing, and we all kind of dropped down and started doing some different types of uh, exercises to try to loosen it up. Um, And they just love it. Yeah. I think modifications are so cool. And, and that's something yeah, that, yeah, know, and also, someone like, you know, we've got... Go ahead, man. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, man. Oh, I was just going to say, and we've got, you know, the master of modifications. I mean, yeah. they're, like, of Zach. I mean, he could easily be like, yeah, well, yeah, this program's not for me, but... And you you can see this if you have the app and you see the live workout that uh, Zach was on when he was down at the Performance Center. Uh, that's what Dallas said. He's like, ah, what I love about Gowan, he always finds a way. And it's just, like, so true. Uh, you know, he'll be in the ring. We work out in the ring. Um, and he'll be using, like, a folding chair to, to support that side of his body for some of the things that, you know, he can't do because of missing that leg. Um, right. But – you know, if in some different fitness programs, you feel like you are always having to like keep up or, you know, uh, do better than the next person. But just the fact that it's sort of come as you are, make it your own, right. uh, find your own path here is like one of the best things uh, that keep us coming back in the program. 
and you know, Dallas when he first started out uh, with this workout, his, his whole thing is he wanted to create a workout that anyone could do, and you know that was his, that was his kind of pitch at the beginning. Um, but it's kind of I don't think he even could have dreamed that it would have been accepted by such a a wide uh, demographic of people. You know, right. Zach uh, with with his his missing leg, and we have 600 pound people. We have people with crippling back injuries. Just these, there's so many different types of people that have embraced this, and you know Dallas, of course, put over the anyone can do it. Um, I don't know anybody who could possibly have pictured that this array of people could possibly do this. Yeah, I don't even think Dallas. I mean, he never in his wildest dreams. I mean, he developed it because he was trying to fix his back, and the fact that it happens to work for so many different people. Um, I'm actually, you know, I was talking with some of the people that work in the Red Wings coaching side. Um, He's a former goalie and he's now a local uh, broadcaster uh, for Fox Sports Detroit. I was telling him about the workshop and he's got a, a group of goalies and, you know, who could benefit more than goalies, than improving right. their flexibility and improving their, you know, their reflex and their ability to bounce back and things like that. And so, like, he starts to get worried, well, God, am I going to be able to do this? And it's like, yeah, trust me, you're a, you know, former pro athlete. I think you'll be fine. But it can go all the way from a professional athlete, and they can even, like, you know, struggle with it at times because they push themselves at their own level all the way to somebody who is, uh, you know, really struggling with health issues and have to do it uh, with, you know, extreme modifications and, and you know, chairs for support or however you got to, uh, whatever you got to do to get through it. Right. See, and I think it's really amazing because I saw on the app that I think it was Dallas and Arthur, they came out with the chair workout as well. So that in of itself is a great modification. You know, it's there if you need it. Right. I think, God, I'm sorry. Oh, Mike, ahead, I do I'm sorry. Every time. I, I oh, so, say, we, I think, we got a little um, bit of a lag on the system. <laughs> so I think it's like, we yeah. got a little bit of a lag on the system. So it's kind of like, I'll go I'll wait for the dead air to end. And then I chime in and that's when you chime in. So don't even worry about it. Go right ahead, man. <laughs> right. I was just going to say, I think uh, Zach actually, I don't know if it was in the chairmaster, but I know he went down there uh, for a series of people who do have different disabilities. Um, it might have been the chairmaster series where that's going to be coming out and they're going to be adding new videos of it. So uh, I think it's, it's amazing. really cool stuff. And I, yeah. I would say, too, you know, my mother um, was disabled. Uh, she passed away about three years ago. She had muscular dystrophy. Um, and I just wish I would have known about this program then. Uh, like back in the day where it's like, yeah, she thought she couldn't exercise or, you know, that just nothing was going to work for her. And, you know, Zach is like uh, working with a woman who has no legs at all and like figuring out ways to have the workout um, and still, you know, get a good, get your heart rate up, get all the benefits of it that we all enjoy. Um, so yeah, it's just there's no limit to it. I mean, anybody can do it at their own level. Mm-hmm. And, That's uh, amazing. Zach had to had to peace out uh, real quick. So uh, we thank him for being on too. Uh, I I really appreciate him coming on, and he's such an amazing guy. And the next time we have him on, I want to make sure I didn't offend him first of all because I was ramble. I was trying to get something across about 
about how, like, you don't even realize that it's Diamond Dallas Page and Zach Gallen working out in front of you. You really start to get into the workouts because you keep going back. But I was also reading Looking for Your Flyer at the time, so I want to make sure I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get them all worked up and upset. But um, Oh, no. I, you know, he's got uh, – He's got two young kids, but one is only like six months old, and so there's a lot going on in the Gowan household, and I think one of them is sick right now, and he had to bail Uh, pretty quickly. uh, uh, Yeah, well, what I was going to say is one thing we didn't get the chance to talk about, which I think was the great mantra, but the next time we have him on here, because he mentioned something there, and I want to talk to him about this, because he's so well-known for his overcoming of cancer and stuff like that, and, and it's such an empowering story. But I feel if I was him that he probably talked about that story in every interview and every every kind of, you know, publicity appearance, every show, every wrestling thing. Um, and as much as he's proud of that story, he's so much more than that story. And I feel like a lot of times in his podcast, it's a great, you know, talking point, but I don't think we've ever really had a chance to actually talk to Zach, you know, about other stuff. And, and I think he has a lot to offer. And sometimes people who overcome those stories kind of get trapped into that. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. as oh, human beings, we're so much more. And, and he, I'm sure he's yeah, so that, proud of that. But I want to have him on, uh, maybe with you, Brian, and kind of talk about everything but the handicap and everything but the story. I think that might be a really cool show to kind of go into one time. Yeah, I agree. Right. It, it's uh, and, uh, it's really amazing, like, once you're around him for a while, because, like, I don't even, uh, like, think about him as a guy with one leg. But when it's you know, interviews and things like that. I mean, there's a certain aspect like where that's part of his character. That's part of, you know, what he's known for, you know, he, uh, you know, that's, you know, he's the world's first one-legged WWE superstar. You know, you can't erase that fact, but that's not all he is. And like, Mm -hmm. it's certainly not what defines him. And when you know him, it's just, he's just another guy who likes working out and laughing and has his good times and bad. Um, but that was kind of, uh, it's interesting you bring that up because, uh, when you, he was on American Ninja Warrior, um, I actually designed the shirt for him that he wore and it's, it's spelled out inspire, but instead of an I, it's got a one there, just sort of representing the one leg, but it's really about more than that. It's about inspiring people kind of wherever you're at. And, uh, I was really flattered and, uh, you know, after I was in there to design a shirt for him and like his like people that he works with and stuff, they really loved it. And so that's something like they're going to continue to use. And, you know, lo and behold, it pops up on American Ninja Warrior as well. Uh, but it leads back to the fact that it's not just about having one leg or something like that. It's, you know, the total person. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's such an important, you know, and it is, like, you know, when you meet someone the first time. That's, that's something people notice. But like you said, you've known for Zach now, and it, it doesn't even, you know, there, there's things, you know, people we have in our life, you know. Someone could look at me and probably think, wow, that guy's ugly. But, you know, you're around me enough times. I'm just Mike. <laughs> I'm ugly and I'm Mike. Right. But you know what I mean? When you, first, when you first see somebody who has something about them, you know, it, it's something that kind of, you know, you pick up on. But soon enough, like, they become part of your life, and they become, you know, I'll even tell you, when Zach uh, Gowan debuted on TV, it was towards the tail end of when I was watching wrestling, and the one-legged wrestler came on my TV, and it was a huge deal. And he was so good that it never became about the one-legged wrestler after about a couple weeks because he was just the guy that was kick-ass in the ring. Like, that didn't, that part went away, and he was just a kick-ass wrestler. 
And yeah, he's not a kick-ass one-legged wrestler. Yeah, yeah he's not a kick-ass one-legged wrestler. I, yeah, that's exactly what I was, you know, I was trying to go with. It's so important um, because sometimes we put people, you know, and obviously for marketing gimmicks and wrestling gimmicks, you kind of, you know, put someone, you know, label somebody, you know, uh, you'd find a trait and you put them, put it on them. But that's what I was kind of going back to at the front of the show. You know, he, he, he had the handicapped heroes, him and, and uh, Gregory Iron. Yeah. And, you know, the, the handicapped sticker looked great on the T-shirt. And it was a great, like, you know, great thing. And it, it was a great marketing piece. But when I look at those two wrestle, the last thing I think of is handicapped in any type of way. They're just kick-ass wrestlers. Right. Yeah, and I right. think also like if you once you uh, have have an opportunity to like work out with them and stuff, and I think you know a lot of the wrestlers that work out with us and you know just regular folks would concur. They know who the best athlete in the group is, you know, and it, and it is him. So I mean, he's you know a special athlete for sure. To to even like it takes both you know physical gifts. But then it takes that mental toughness to be able to overcome the circumstances to make use right. of those gifts. And, you know, that's the part that's really inspiring is he's got both sides of that. And that's going to be on full display because you guys have a really cool workshop. And the man himself, Diamond Dallas Page, is going to be heading over your way right outside of Detroit, Michigan on Saturday, October 1st. Uh, the Inspiration Means Perspiration Workshop. Uh, you, bro, before, during, and after fitness, which is a killer name. Uh, I love that. That's, that works perfectly. And uh, Funk <laughs> Fitness, um, you guys are teaming up, and uh, you guys are putting on this workshop. And I've told this a million times to anybody before. Um, working out, watching Diamond Dallas Page on the video is a hell of an experience. But when you're up there and up close, which I think all of us can attest to, it's a whole different level um, of inspiration and experience. And just... Being in that setting with so many people uh, like-minded and, and, and positive and, and just good, decent people, you leave those workshops every single time. I don't care who you are. You, you've got a buzz. You've got a high going after these things because you're just filled with such good negative energy in the workout and the inspiration. And every single time I leave a DDP yoga workshop, I literally feel like I can just take on the world. Yeah, it's like yep. refilling your gas tank. That's a that's a great way to put it, Crystal, because I think, like, for me, I sort of need that next uh, stop along the way to kind of be getting ready for. I, I always need something that I'm getting ready for. You know, if I don't yeah. have, uh, if I'm not going to see Dallas or see, you know, some of the other DDP yoga people, it just adds an extra layer of accountability. Um, but I was thinking about it, too. You know, the workshop, you know, it's not a cheap ticket. You know, it costs like 70 bucks to get in, which, you know, for a lot of people, that's, you know, something you don't give away lightly. But, you know, if you think about, like, some of the times you go out to dinner and you blow money or you go out to the bar or something like that if that's you're right. a drinker and just blow 100 bucks or something, but and it's once it's done, it's over. But this is, like, one of those things that after you go to it, it, like, sticks with you for weeks. And you're going to remember the people that you met and you're going to remember the conversations that you had. You're going to remember, you know, meeting Dallas and himself and Brenda and Zach and, you know, some of the other level one instructors like myself or Craig or uh, Chris Klug um, that you just carry that around with you. And so I look at it more like it's an investment in yourself 
and your future uh, so that you're just continuing to improve and get better and feeling better about yourself and improving your physical health. So that it's more than just like a, a ticket to a, you know, two and a half, three hour event. I can't think of a better investment for self-care. I, I, I just, I can't think of a better investment. I, I agree. I def- and the thing is, you know, some people look at these workshops, and we're getting ready to wrap things up here, but um, some people look at these workshops and think it's for people who are just machines that have been doing this for years or whatever. There's a lot of people who are really good at what we do, but we leave our judgment, we leave our ego at the door, and I sure. don't care if this is your first day. There's people, Kat Arnett, who I'm sure is probably listening right now, came to her first workshop in Dover, New Hampshire that I kind of put together, and she came in, never had done the workout before, didn't know what she was doing. She came in, and she owned it. And she's been here three, four years later, and one of our most valuable members from that first workshop. And I'll tell you, I'm not going to lie to you, it's intimidating to go in to that workshop, you know, your first time. But if you could have seen Dallas with, with Kat and the way he made sure she was set, made sure she knew what she was capable of at this point in her journey, knew what she needed to do to make things easier for herself to get through it, he worked so hard to make her comfortable. And walking into a room full of people who, who have been doing this for a while, her being a first time, that experience and the care that he took to make sure she was all set and was doing her modifications and not overdoing it made the difference for her. And she's been around for so many years. So it's not just for the DDPO elites. There is a elite you know, class of people who are just warriors, but it's also for the beginner because, like we said, when Dallas first made this program, he wanted to make a program that anybody could do. And sure. whether you're on your first day or your, la- or, your, or your 500th day, you will be able to get through the workshop and you will leave there with a buzz like you're walking on cloud nine. And besides Simon Dallas Page, besides the other doc, besides Brenda and all the cool people that come along with it, the sense of community that's so inviting and such a positive group of inspiring people, there's no way to walk out of that event on October 1st in uh, right outside of Detroit and feel anything less than inspired. And uh, it's something that you're going to want to do. So definitely check that out. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm, uh, I've got this throat thing going on today. But, uh, Brian, thank you so much for uh, for coming on with us. And I want to put you over real quick, too, because Brian is one of the most brilliant artists I've seen. And if you've been to the Performance Center, you'll see that giant yeah. yoga painting on the wall. And that is Brian. And he is so talented, and I wish... I was as talented as that because, honestly, if I was that talented, I would just be the worst person. I would be terrible <laughs> because I would be so egotistical. I'd be, like, telling everybody oh, how great I was. But you're, you're oh. so good at what you do. And I think that the, you're, uh, the, the prints of that is still available on com if I'm correct, right? Yeah, yeah. There's signed posters. They're like an, it's an oversized uh, 20, by, uh, 20 by 36, I believe, poster. Um, signed by Dallas, signed by me, um, available on the website. And, you know, if you like the one of the Performance Center, you can have one of your own. <laughs> but thank you very much, Mike. Yeah. I really appreciate that. And if I could say just one oh. other quick thing real quick, um, you know, another aspect of our community is sort of the online community. And one of the ways uh, Zach and I have been, like, connecting in that area is we've been doing these challenges um, through Facebook and uh, we call it Get Inspired with Zach and Brian. 
and we're going to be kicking off another month of this on October 1st when we start, uh, when we have the workshop. But then we're going to, like, post workouts each day through the month of October. If you want to do them every day, you can. Uh, if that's not for you, that's totally fine, too. But it's just a page where we can kind of, like, uh, have some accountability, get inspired, you know, and hopefully at the end of the month feel better. That's amazing. That's, yeah, I, I just, I'm asking if there's any talented script writers out there. I'm thinking of Zach and Brian buddy comedy. Maybe travel across country with a giant <laughs> trunk. Might be a fun <laughs> That'd idea. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Guys, oh, my gosh. Guys, you guys are fun. You guys are a lot of fun, and you're, you guys are inspiring, and you really are a force for good in the DDP of the community. And I appreciate you coming on, man. And i got to tell you, uh, last time you came on, you were really nervous about the public speaking. Right now, you didn't, you didn't, you, just, just to see how much you've grown in a year is inspiring, too. And that's just another okay. testament to uh, our growth as human beings. We all have things we struggle with, and we all overcome them. And with the person I am today, one year from now, I hope not to be this person, you know, then. And we just grow as people. We evolve. We change for the better. And uh, we keep on pushing forward. So, Thank you guys so much, Brian Duran. Uh, before, Duran, and after fitness uh, with Funk Fitness. Don't forget October first at the uh, uh, Red Outside of Michigan in uh, Red Outside of Detroit. So uh, hope you guys check that out. And until next time, we will see you guys later. Hayden was off this week. Uh, he was under the weather, totally bummed out. He couldn't get here. He was really looking forward to talking to Zach, but he was uh, really quite ill. And for him to be on the show, he has to stay up pretty late. He's overseas in the UK. So get well soon to Hayden. Uh, much love, brother. And uh, thank you guys both so much. Uh, thank you. And thank you very much. Time. Have a great you know, night, guys. Remember, see you guys. Remember, never, ever, 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 ever. Give up. Okay. See you guys. Bye. Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Paige. Oh, the diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond oh. cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. Talk Radio. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.